The Tape Never Lies Network. Starts now. What's up, everybody? Yeah, I know. I, I was I was gonna do it, but what's up, everybody? Welcome back to Keeping It Fantasy. I'm not Claudio. Obviously, we didn't get the yo in today. Claudio is out antiquing or doing whatever. You know, he, he had he had planned doing. I think it's antiquing. I think he had mentioned antiquing. He's peddling his wares up in Pennsylvania. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, yeah that's yeah. exactly what he what he what he's on. Uh, hopefully, he goes ahead and picks some good antiques better than some of his. Fantasy picks now. Just take. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just taking oh, well, some shots. Just a little. I mean, one or two of them were kind of questionable, but one or two of them for me <laughs> as well have been kind of questionable this year. Jackal, how are you, man? Hello, Another hello. week in fantasy. Glad to see you. Glad me to too. be here. Uh, wild fantasy weekend. How'd you feel? How was your weekend? Dude, I'll be honest. I got kicked in the freaking stones all weekend. It was tough for me, man. I think I took one win down out of like the the nine leagues I'm in. I was one for eight or one in eight. I think it was brutal, right. man. Honestly, Ugh. it was no fun for me this weekend. I yeah. won the fantasy. I won in the TTNL league, which is nice. I had a uh, I had a nice little comeback from my my boy Debo Samuel came from behind and uh, you know did my uh, took care of Cody for me. Yeah, Debo. Yeah. Debo was exciting. Debo's an exciting player. I was, when, when I saw that play yesterday, I was just like, oh, my God. First of all, uh, uh, Ramsey jumping it. I thought Ramsey had the pick. And then when I saw Debo came down with it and then the run after was just nasty, man, nasty. But yeah. it's glad to be – I'm glad to be here. Glad to have you here. Yeah. Let's get into it. It was a wild weekend in fantasy. I keep hearing uh, CK Cool Kennedy's uh, uh, voice when he had said, you know, it's a crapshoot. Like, it's a crapshoot week in and week out. Like you said, you're one and eight this week. I'm – doing okay like i won again in, in in the ttnl league but like you said there's there's players that i'm expecting to do good and they just don't have a good week like there's you know there's teams that i'm expecting to go ahead and have a big week maybe you know add some fantasy points to my uh you know to my team but they just don't have a good week a uh, couple of big games though points yeah. galore i want to start out with detroit and seattle nobody would have thought i mean you 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 kind of figured Detroit was going to put up some points being the number one offense in the league, yeah. but you didn't think Seattle and Detroit were going to get into shootouts. Geno Smith, baby. And nobody saw Geno Smith at the beginning of the year for the Seattle Seahawks having the year that he's having. Geno, under the radar, having a monster year. I mean, you know, you heard, you know the story of Geno Smith. Oh, yeah. The Jets being ridiculed, cast off, forgotten about. And then here he comes with the Seattle Seahawks having so far a career year. Big points in that game. I was shocked that, you know, TJ Hawkinson, just what do we have? What do you have? 179 yards. Yeah. That guy, that guy's name is going to be called a lot more this season. I think the Lions are going to start putting up a lot more points. Yeah. But, like, how'd you feel about that game? I mean, I, I watched a little bit of it. I caught most of it right now. I had talked to you watching the end of it yeah. uh, in the condensed game, but it was a wild one. No defense whatsoever, but a lot of fantasy points. You almost had, you almost had all three skill positions with top fantasy performers in that game from Detroit, you know, outside of Jamal Williams, you know, but you had, uh, it, it was just wild. I couldn't get over it. It was, it was a 
we were talking about it, like you said, before we came on here. But uh, I thought Geno Smith was going to have a good week this week. I just felt, you know, going into the game, we had talked about it last show. Um, he was my kind of guy, uh, one of the the waiver wires I thought maybe you should target if you're streaming, streaming quarterbacks. Came to fruition, but yeah, you're right, man. I did not anticipate the numbers that came out of that game. And there were a couple of games across the league that had, you know, there were a couple um, that just, you know, there were teams that put up monster fantasy numbers in mm-hmm. respects to your leagues. Like Claudio had a 200 point league and one, two of my leagues, I saw a couple 200 point leagues, which I was, you know, then you look who they had and they had some Detroit guys, they had some Tampa guys, some Seattle guys. Um, so yeah, it was, it was, it was pretty intense. And I think you're going to see um, a lot more of that coming from Detroit and whoever's playing Detroit. And it's no surprise the top two quarterbacks in fantasy this week, Jared Goff, number one, Geno Smith, number two. And, I mean, those guys put up numbers, like I said, you know, 378 yards for Goff, 320 yards for Geno Smith, four touchdowns for Goff, two for Smith. You know, it it was – One on the ground, I think, for One on the uh, ground, I believe, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Actually, yeah, seven for 49 on the ground, one touchdown. He had three total. That's right. I don't want to take it away from him. Uh, no, he's, and he, like I said, he's been amazing. Like there's nothing bad I could say about Geno Smith. I, I don't know what it is. We talked about that move. And I, before we go ahead and switch, we had talked about Geno Smith. Or we, we didn't think Geno Smith coming in. We was, it was the Russell Wilson talk going to Denver. Yeah. And what, what is Seattle going to do? Who is Seattle going to be? Like, what's their identity? Well, I think Geno Smith's doing a pretty good job. Brashad Penny, he was a uh, he. He was pretty solid last week too, or this week too. He had 151 yards on the ground, two touchdowns. So he was top five in fantasy for running back. So a lot of a lot of points being scored in Seattle just makes you wonder. It was like, was it, you know, was it Pete Carroll, Pete Carroll was, or Russell was, Wilson? Tom Brady, was it Russell Belichick, Wilson? Right, right, right. right. And I and I think right now you're seeing growing pains with Russ. I don't, we have to see the finished product. But what Geno's doing. You can't, you know, you can't look past. He's doing a great job up in Seattle. A lot of points being scored up there. A lot of, a lot of good fantasy uh, uh, quality uh, players on each team. Fantasy quality, right? Like we're talking about fantasy, we're talking about stats here, because here stats kind of matter. But moving on to another game, another big game that Kansas City and and Tampa Bay game. Tampa Bay looked sluggish. They didn't look good. But if you had Mike Evans, Mike Evans got off a bit. Eight receptions, oh, yeah. one hundred and three yards. Two touchdowns. Tom Brady even put in a, a, a big game. Three hundred eighty-five yards, three touchdowns. It was um, it was early in the game where they struggled. It didn't look good. I mean, if you're if you're Tampa Bay, I think you're 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 okay. Like you're you're gonna run into the Saints. I don't think the Saints' offense is gonna be all that this year. I don't think the Panthers are gonna challenge anybody. I think they might be one of the worst teams in the league. And you know, then you. You obviously have the Falcons who are in every game. I think it, as long as the Bucks kind of right the ship, I mean, they have Tom Brady. He's got a lot of other issues going on, if you know what I mean. But <laughs> I, I, I still see them as a as a very, very strong fantasy football uh, team. I mean, you're, you're going to have a lot of fa- quality fantasy football players coming out of there. Uh, I was trying to look up my guy, Fournette. Fournette, not a particularly good game. Not a particularly good game. Well, they had if, to pass. They were down, so they threw they, the ball a lot. They had right? to pass. They were down. He had seven targets. He caught seven, he had seven for seven yeah. on receptions. Uh, seven targets, seven receptions, 57 yards and a touchdown. Just that ground game was not going anywhere. Yeah. With the Kansas City Chiefs, you got to give them all the credit in the world. Let's go into these injuries because there's a lot of them. I want to talk about them. The biggest one of the weekend, 
Tua Tonga Vailoa. Thursday lot, night. That was tough. Thursday man. night. Yeah, it, yeah. it was tough to watch. You know, fantasy. Owners. I, I was. I was. I hate Thursday night football games. Right. I was critical. Uh, or not critical. Excuse me. I was expecting him to have a bad game the week prior when he got knocked out the first time. Yeah. He should have never been on the football field. No. He should have never been on the football field. So everybody fired. Everybody saw it. He should have yeah. never been on the football field. I feel bad for Tua. Prayers up for Tua. He was having a career year. Like, or he is having a career year. And I want to just go ahead and list off some of yeah, his stats ahead. right now. He's 80 for 115, 69.6 completion rating, has 1,035 yards on the year, okay. eight touchdowns to three interceptions. The, I mean, he was starting to lead that team, starting to do, you know, I mean, and he, Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle are a big help, but mm-hmm. Tua has to get him the ball. And Tua was doing the, a, a good job of it. Now he's out. Now he hurts you in fantasy. I don't think Teddy Bridgewater does anything for you. I don't think it's it's going to be like rough for the wide receivers as well. I think you'll see a little dip in production. I think you I, know. I, I think you're going to find more Tyreek Hill than Jalen Waddle. I don't know. I, I just feel like Teddy's going to gravitate to Tyreek more than Jalen. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe there there will be an even mm-hmm. uh, even distribution. But I just don't think with the Teddy Bridgewater experiment down there. I don't think it's going to work. I think that I think the Dolphins are going to suffer until Tua gets back. Maybe I'm know. wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. I, they don't have a running game, so it's like you're going well, to I think you're going to see more Raheem Mostert over there and not not Chase Edmonds, you know. Um you're seeing and he speaking of Raheem Mostert, he's probably available in 50% of the leagues that you guys are in out there. Um so if you want to go get him, go ahead. We can talk about that later, but I just I think Teddy Bridgewater, he's been a starter. He's a guy that they brought in and paid decent backup money. I think he makes like $8 million a year. If I remember the contract, I could be wrong. For some odd reason, that came out in my head. He makes a little more than Mitch per year, um, who's also a backup. So I think I think they're not in bad hands. And, you know, I think the Dolphins are going to ride this out with Tua, meaning they're, you're not going to see him come back next week. He's already been ruled out for week five. He could probably be ruled out for week six because now all eyes on Miami, and they need to make sure that Tua is going to come back, you know, like you know, tip top shape. They're not going to, they, they just can't afford to have the optics of him getting banged up again, really relatively quickly. Um, right. But I think you're going to see a shift in, you're right. I don't see the passing maybe as heavy to everyone. I think you're going to see him get comfortable with Tyreek Hill. I would too. I think he's going to be the guy that gives you the best chance of uh, success. I don't know if Mike Isecki going to benefit from, from Teddy Bridgewater, but you know, in the past, I, they, your security blanket with your tight end, Mike McDaniels may have to draw off some new stuff in that offense because they're not the same player to it and, and, and Teddy. Um, but I just think you're going to see a little bit more usage out of the two running backs, but I think it's going to be more Raheem Mostert out of all those guys that are going to benefit from the injury um, with Tua. Well, I think the running game is going to have to step up for them because, I, yeah. I mean, I Logan disagrees with me with Teddy. He, does, he has a strong arm. I, I just – it's – I, I just believe that Teddy Bridgewater is going to do a journeyman's job. He's not going to go ahead and win games for you. I think he's just going to game manage, find the open guy, and try not to try not to lose the game for you. I don't think Teddy's going to come in there and try to take the Miami Dolphins to the Super Bowl right here. I think he's trying to 
you know, keep the ship Stop the bleeding, right? Yeah, keep yeah, the back. Yeah. So, yeah, it's... I'm not going to say that out loud. Oh, my God. Yeah. I caught myself. <laughs> I can't believe that happened. Wow. All right. No, I got I got caught it off before it could complete. The oh, did you? Oh, so, all right. Yeah, well, yeah, so, lucky, yeah. lucky, lucky. There we yeah, go. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go ahead and move forward. You got a you got an injury you want to talk about? Well, I, there's there was a couple, you know, I mean, speaking of quarterbacks, there's a couple of guys that got banged up fantasy relevance. We talked about Russ. He did kind of bang up his shoulder um, Sunday. So something to just keep an eye on. I mean, it, he was limited in practice, not saying that it's going to keep him out, but who knows what's going on in Denver. I'd probably stay away from everybody in Denver right now just because of what's happening. Um, then again, shit, as I say that and I'm thinking out loud, they may have to throw the ball 50 times because they're not going to be able to run it. Um, so, you know, maybe Russ is going to have to cook over there and get back to the 2018 uh, days like we were talking about, Ivan, before we jumped on. Um, Daniel Jones, another guy who played well, you know, came back, showed some heart against the Bears, had decent fantasy day. I think he had like 21-something points. Um, in a, in a win against Chicago, banged up, banged up ankle. If you're streaming quarterbacks, keep an eye on that. And I'm going to jump over to the running backs, man. Cordell Patterson, IR, four games out minimum with the knee. Um, you know, there's some guys that you like, I think, in the running back department for, for Atlanta. Um, why don't you speak on that, you know, because I think you have that teed up, you know. I like yeah. your take on uh, who they have in the backfield. Yeah, definitely um... – Algier, I have the I have the stat right here. He, yeah. What he had last week, uh, here we he had go. a nice day. I think yeah, it was. I think it was 80, 80, 87 yards, okay. if I'm not mistaken. Okay. But he also added twenty in the passing game, one catch for twenty yards. So he had over a hundred yards total yes. in the game. Didn't have a touchdown. That went to Huntley, the third string guy. Your guy, yeah. Uh, well, my Algier is more my guy, but I think Huntley's gonna Huntley's gonna spell him real well yeah, I think, deeper I think, leagues I think that's a yeah. good play though honestly yeah I, Ivan I like that call I do yeah they both had 10 carries yep. you know they both had 10 carries one had like I said 87 the other had like 50 just a just over 50 or maybe closer to 60 yards I, I can't recall off the top of my head I actually had the fantasy pros I'm looking oh here we go yeah. there it 56 is 56 for there Huntley and a touchdown 10, okay 10 yeah 50, carries for 56 and a touchdown for Huntley okay 56 and a touch so I it depends like it all depends on you know if Algier is going to be the guy to get all the yards, you're going to expect Huntley to be that guy in the red zone collecting touchdowns. So it's it, to me, it's a toss up. It, it reminds me a little bit of the New England situation with Harris and uh, and um, Stevenson. Okay. It's uh, you know who which which guy is going to get off this, uh, this weekend? Who's going to you know be the focal point in the red zone? Who's going to be you know uh, uh, the main back when it comes to third down? Like it, it's it's a bunch of it, it's a bunch of what ifs. But I think both running backs can help you out. Um, for both teams, actually. Uh, keep, yeah, go ahead. Just, I just want to add to that running back room, you know, Damian Williams will be back week six coming off the IR. Keep an eye on him for guys that are, if you are kind of flush with running backs and you want to be a, you know, kind of a a killer on the waiver wire and take somebody from, you know, take somebody out of the, out of the running now before he hit comes available or in need. Um, I think that's a guy to think about because um, they're going to need him. It, he was the guy they were looking to be that RB two there, uh, but with Algeria coming in at you know as the RB three, um, but yeah, something to think about. Just throwing it out there. Go ahead, Ivan. All I right. digress. Well, I want to go back to uh, Javante Williams. Yeah, right. Because we, uh, we had a good conversation yes. off off air about the Denver Broncos, and it kind of brings in you know everybody fantasy wise with the Broncos. I think Javante Williams is a big loss. I think he was getting ready to have a big year. I think he was ready to you know, break loose and start having 
these That's big, big, you know, yeah, yeah, big, you know, uh, type games for the Denver Broncos. You remember when Russell Wilson was good, or not when he was good? He's, he's, still, good. <laughs> he's still good now, but with that elite level, when, like we talked about, exactly yeah. when you when he was at an elite level, yep. or when when they were talking about his trajectory being through the roof, right? Back when the Seahawks had who beast mode, they had a running game. They had receivers that that were trustworthy, receivers that you know could get open, receivers that could you know that could work with Russell when he was play action, yeah. scrambling, running you know running around back there in the backfield, and then hey, hey Tyler Lockett's down there somewhere, you know what I mean? Like it was it was similar to that. It was similar to that Chiefs you know scramble, have Mahomes find somebody, keep the play alive, yep. find somebody open downfield. It was similar to that, but the running game was the focus because you use the running game to set up the play action. And then if things, you know, went wrong, Russell would improvise and throw that. I think Javante Williams going down for the Broncos can, it, it could hurt them. It could hurt them. They're already hurting now. They're not, they're, they, you know, at the sputtering out of the gate. They're, they're, they're not a smooth offense right now. And then they lose their, one of their horses, Melvin Gordon, a little bit older. I mean, you, you could, you, you hope that he could give you some good production. Yeah, I'm not saying that he won't, but he what you were going to get out of Javante. He had 3.7 yeah. fantasy points, I think, after 11 right. touches. You know? No, I'm sorry. It. That was Williams. Gordon was awful anyway. He had 1.2. Yeah, that ain't going to get it done. Shitty. Yeah. Right. It ain't going to get it done. So, for me, Javante going down, it really hurts Russell, too. So, now I'm thinking about is Russell. Short week, too. They got the on Thursday a short night week, game. Yeah. yeah. On a short week, can Russell Wilson – Win you the game, like, and I question that. You know, for, over I, on his passing yards. If you're betting uh, fantasy Thursday, if you're betting def, uh, definitely Fanduel, bro, because he's I, gonna have to throw it 75 times. I think. I question if he could win you a game. I just think that the defense is a, they it, can't it, run. No, I, I doubt it. Yeah, and I know this is fantasy, but like, I question if Russell could win you a game. Fantasy was decent, a little bit better this week. What he had, twenty-seven points. You said around. Yeah, I could tell you right there. I have it right in front of me here. Hold on. It was. Yeah. I think it, it was his best fantasy week this year, and I believe if it all says rightly, I want to say it was twenty-seven. Twenty-seven point five. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, it's two hundred thirty-seven yards, two touchdowns, uh, four attempts on the ground, twenty-nine yards, and, and a rushing touchdown. three touchdowns. Yeah, three touchdowns overall. Three tutter day for him. Yeah. He, they, they didn't win the game. And I know it's only, like I said, fantasy is fantasy is one thing, but like think about them keying up on Russell passing the ball. They've already been keying up on him, you know, a, a, as of late. Like think about them now with they know you're going to yeah. struggle to run the football. Yeah. Why don't we just go ahead and focus on the pass? I think Russell's going to suffer. I don't know. I, I, I'm looking for. I'm looking for more of a. a, a I'm looking for more of a, a desperate Denver Broncos offense than than. Well, I that's what you're gonna fucking get now, man. Because that's yeah. what they're gonna have to do, you know. Yeah. Um, and if you are a if you're a Javante Williams believer and you don't have him on your team, like and you're in a dynasty league, you know he's a guy you might be able to actually throw a, like a late draft pick on for like 2023 or 2024 if somebody is looking to, you know unload him just because they're kind of pissed and they're thinking he's ruined, but he's got an ACL, PCL, LCL, LSD. I mean, he's got it all, dude. He's, he's so fucked with his knee and I feel bad, but with today's my medicine, I, you know, I hope he comes back faster than ever. Um, you know, maybe goes out to Germany and gets some, whatever the hell they do over there and, uh, you know, get back <laughs> faster like Kobe did, you know, with his knee. Um, what do they do? Anywho, 
What's that? What do they do over there? Uh, some plasma, whatever. They they do some, you know, stuff that you, you're not allowed to do over here, you know, um, apparently. But <laughs> some, uh, some hush hush stuff. Nah, I think it's common knowledge. You know, I think, you know, maybe that's where Tom Brady was for two weeks and came back looking like Skeletor. I don't know. But, um, <laughs> but dude, let's a little fantasy football real quick. Yeah. Kenny Pickett, right? Mm-hmm. We talked about him. Briefly last week is my waiver wire ad. Him and Gus Edwards, who came back to practice this week, by the way, just to let you know. Um, so get ready. Even though J.K. Dobbins looks like he's going to be the dog over there, um, you know. But Kenny Pickett becoming the starter, the offense, the defense, just the Steelers in general look like they uh, they call it. I can't I, even say he, that. He's just kidding, but I don't know what I, I can't even pronounce it either. Uh, all right. Well, I'm glad I didn't try to pronounce. <laughs> No, but Kenny Pickett, man, I mean, he he gave just a, a straight up like jolt of adrenaline to or a shot of adrenaline to that Pittsburgh Steelers football team. Tomlin played his cards right when, you know, he injected him into the, the lineup. Granted, they did not win. He had three interceptions. But, you know, like PFF said, you know, and I can't stand it. They do have, you know, what have you. They, they, they give you tons of information at your disposal. Right. But one of the things they said is that none of those interceptions should count for like hit towards him. Like he had zero interceptions. And I was like, well, well, all right. Well, one was a the Hail Mary at the end. Chase Claypool dropped another one. And then I forget the other. I I, I read about it and I was like, yeah, whatever. He had three interceptions. But he did run two in. Um he I I like his kind of game style for the Steelers and what they do in that offense with what they have in that offense I'm sorry not with Harris looking like he's kind of healthy and those three run those three wide receivers um with Deontay Johnson Chase Claypool and our our guy your guy the guy that should be a fucking bear that we passed up twice George Pickens Pickens um but I shouldn't say that but that's you know I like Pickens imagine him in Chicago but anyway um what do you think's the impact there though do you see that offense um like I do, kind of improving, you know, just look. And I'm, I'm going to add this before you answer. I'm sorry. So Najee Harris in his first four games, he had 10 points, 14 points, 13 points, 7 points. Granted, there was just the game changed when, when Kenny got in, more running from him. And, you know, he did not, not complete a pass. He threw them all to the Steelers or the other team, 13 for 13 but or 10 for 13, depending on who you talk to, PFF or uh, just the NFL. Um, but Deontay Johnson just had a huge dip in the production. Claypool didn't do anything, had that huge drop, like I was saying, but Pickens with the 17 point, he had 17.2 points and, and F- Pat Fairmouth had a, his best day, 15.5. Do you see Kenny being the guy that's going to light that fire for the rest of these guys in that Pittsburgh offense and make them relevant in fantasy this year now, now that Mitch is gone? <sighs> I think you're going to get a little good and a little bad with Kenny Pick. I mean, obviously, he's a rookie. I mean, that's easy to – like, fair enough to say from him. I didn't like seeing off the bat him throwing a pick. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just not a good look. And then, obviously, he went on to throw two more. I will say this. If he could continue to hit his outlet in Firemuth, trust Firemuth, they could establish some chemistry. He obviously has chemistry with Kenny Pickett. Or uh, uh, George Pickens. George sorry. Pickens. George yeah. Pickens and Kenny Pickett have a chemistry. That's why they're so, you know, yeah, right. They sound the same, right? Right, right. So I, I think if if you found somebody that you could trust in Fryermuth, you got a guy that could trust the field in 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 Pickens. You had you can go get Pickens too, and we're gonna get to him, right? Right, and, right? and, and yeah, in a second we're gonna get to him. 
I think, you know, it all depends on for, for, for him. It's all going to depend on, on Najee Harris, get Najee Harris going. You'll, you'll, you'll open it up for Kenny Pickett. You give him the ball, right? He's got, I mean, he's got to that offense. With yeah, he's, you, with, yeah. Yeah. He's got a good setup. I think he's got a good setup. He has potential to be, you know, it's going to be, I think there's going to be some growing pains, but he has, he has the potential to really take over that spot. I don't think Mitch is going to get another shot. I think it's done. Yeah. Don't even, t- let's not even, let's That's not even bring role, it up. Man. Hey, hold That's that clipboard, come in. You're the next Brian Hoyer. You're the next Matt Castle. You're the guy that, you know, the dude that looks good on the sideline with his helmet off, holding the clipboard, you know, and calling in place with, you know, hand signals and shit, you know, which is fine. Man. Good for him to make a lot of money doing that shit. And, it was fun rooting for you. Good luck to you. Wish you the best. But uh, don't let the door hit you on the ass on your way out of here, man. Because, uh, yeah, you're no longer going to be a starter. No, but, no, it's it's it is what it is. That time has passed. Kenny Pickett time is now. Just the wish, Kenny wish Pickett George Pickens show, I think, is going to be for real. I think in that offense is you know Pickens. I I think I read he's the Z. He's the Z receiver in that offense. Mm-hmm. Um, and. It just looks like they, you know, obviously they had those junior varsity reps in practice yeah. and they've clearly built that chemistry. And to your point, and I just think that's, that's the guy that I don't want us to talk about anymore because we're going to talk about him later, but yeah, no, I just, I like what they're doing in Pittsburgh. I like Tomlin's play. I just wanted to bring it up because I think fantasy players that you're out there and you're trying to figure out some stuff, you're at that second quarter of the season where you're trying to get over whether you're trying to get to 500 you're trying to stay above 500 you're trying to win your first fucking game mm-hmm. um you know you may, may want to try to make a trade you may want to go try to or or spend a little more on some fab to get a guy like pickens or you know drop deontay johnson because you're not going to see you may not see pickens or pickets throw the ball downfield 50 yards six times a game like you know right. the other quarterbacks like ben roethlisberger was doing with with Deontay Johnson. That, that's um, that's why that's why the, the use of him right now, because he they're thrusting yeah. him into a situation that it, I'm not saying Kenny Pickett is Mr. Trubisky, but we saw this, we saw this rodeo. We saw how that played out. If you thrust yeah. a guy and he's not ready to go, it could be detrimental. It, it, it could ruin a guy's career. Yeah. I think if they protect Kenny Pickett by running the ball with Najee, yeah. if they if they make sure he understands, utilize Fryer Muth. Utilize your Kenny Pickett. I think you're going to find a lot of a lot of good fantasy points. Maybe it, in the back end. Maybe in the back end. I think there's like there's going to be a dip, but maybe so in the you back see a little end. Plateau right now. Some guy they're trying to figure right, it out, trying guys. to hit their groove. Exactly. Okay, I mean you could exactly. be right, man. You know, and and or is he like that Justin Herbert dude that steps in and just? I'm not saying he's going to be Justin Herbert, but that guy that just exceeds expectations right off the rip. You know, I mean he he looked. I mean, we're talking about this guy, and he lost to the fucking Jets. But he, he played pretty well, and he's not afraid to mix it up. He's not afraid. I mean, shit, he had two rushing touchdowns. And and to your point about Najee Harris, he had 18 carries for 74 yards. So, I mean, I think you're going to see – shit, if they're giving him the ball 25 times a game, that's going to bode well for your your our running back room and your fantasy team, right? Like, you're going to end up – you should see some production there if he averages three yards a carry. You know, shit, he's at least getting you 75 yards. If he scores a touchdown, you're getting almost 14 points a game right or right there. So, you know, anything over that's gravy. And and that's a good thing for your running back, I think, right now, with everybody going fucking down and with running – you know, with respect yeah. to running backs. And, and those carries will go up for Najee. So, yeah. you'll, you'll see more for yeah. Najee. You'll probably see more okay. receptions. You know, he'll probably be targeted more in, in, in the passing game because, like I said – if Kenny Pickett is struggling, you know, look, seeing the seeing the field down deep, 
uh, reading the defense, he's going to need that outlet. And I think Najee's going to be there for him. Frymuth will be there for him. So those guys should have an uptick. But I think, like you said, Johnson, Pickett, Pickens, maybe he trusts him. But I, I still think those guys, you're going to see a, 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 a spike later in the season. Speaking Let's go ahead. Go yeah, ahead. Go no, ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 no. You go. So I was just thinking of that game, right? And and on the other side of the ball, Brees Hall. I think he's a guy, you know. Um, and I wasn't. Is he on your list? Um, Brees Hall is on my fantasy team. Oh, okay. So you had him yeah. this week. All right. Because oh, yeah. I was looking at the rosters and I, I I made some notes about. It. And he seems to be the guy now in uh in New York, right? Oh yeah. He had a freaking huge game. He's definitely RB one over there. Uh, but he played 66% of the snaps. He was on the field for most of the game. He had 65% of all the rushing attempts for the Jets offense. Uh, and any short yardage inside the 10, the 5, he got every every snap. Um, I like that. I think Reese Hall is a guy that you should try to go trade for. Um, mm-hmm. I just think that's a guy you should try to target if it is. He may be even rostered. A lot of guys dropped him week one or two when he didn't do well. And then some teams kind of picked him up. Um you know, last week, um, you know, some people might have picked him up, but now he's a hot commodity because week five, he had such a huge week four, he had such a huge game. Uh, I, I really like him. I think he took took a big, huge leap last week. And uh, I think that confidence is only brewing for Brees Hall with the Jets. And I, I, I like what they're brewing. Not saying Zach Wilson's the answer there, but mm-hmm. I think the Jets could surprise some teams. Um, but fantasy wise, I think you're going to see points from him. And, uh, you know, when Garrett Wilson and him can get some, uh, you know, some chemistry there, but also him and Corey Davis. But, you know, I just wanted to throw that in there as we were talking about that game against, uh, you know, the Jets and mm-hmm. uh, the, the Steelers. Yeah, and Corey, Corey Davis had a had a, had a decent uh, yeah. game. I'm trying to find his stats right now. He had a huge fourth quarter with Zach Wilson, who looked like shit the first two ah, quarters and then came together and had like four huge targets in the fourth quarter. Which yeah, I think he had five receptions. Well, he was seven targeted seven times, five receptions, 74 yards, and a touchdown. So, I mean, he – top top 15 receiver uh, last week. So, he's doing his job. I mean, he's consistently there. Like like I mentioned him before, I think he was last week's uh, waiver wire or maybe like the week before his waiver wire. I, it was both Jets uh, wide receivers, but I, I went with yeah. Corey Davis. He's been consistent over 10 points, and I think – Three, three out of the three out of the four games this year, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, but quality solid. I think you're absolutely right with Brees Hall. Brees Hall is going to continue to grow. I like where the Jets are going. I know it sounds crazy. I like where the Jets are going yeah. as a team. They're looking. There's football solid. being played in New York, man. Like they're actually game. Like teams are, you know, mm-hmm. the Giants. They they got some good coaching over there. It looks like uh, Bob Salas doing something all right. I feel He's got sorry. receipts. God damn it! He's yeah, got right. fucking receipts. <laughs> You know? I feel sorry for anybody that picked a wide receiver from the New York Giants. Like, just – it's just rough for yeah, them over there. Man. I mean, thank God for Saquon. I was so wrong about Saquon, and I love watching Saquon run. But, like – RB1, I think he took over the mantle again. I think he's next year's first running back off the board. But Well, well when it comes to this week, we'll talk about it a little bit later because I don't yeah. know about this. I got, I got questions about this week. Let's go ahead and <laughs> jump in. Let's go, go ahead, ahead and jump into our studs and our duds. Uh, we'll start with you with the studs. Who are your studs from this past week? You know, I'll make it quick, man. You know, we've kind of talked a little bit about a lot of stuff last week. But, you know, I like Chris Olave and C.D. Lamb as two dudes that I thought just doing well with injured quarterback situations. Um, you know, Olave had a huge day. He had uh, 16.7 fantasy points with C.D. Lamb having 21.7 with our boy Cooper Cush and, uh, you know, getting it done. I just uh, – I. 
I love those are the two guys. They're not, they weren't their top performers, but just guys that you did not anticipate to do well that did well. Um, you know, out outdid their projections um, and took advantage of uh, you know the situation with the the you know what you know the hand that was dealt, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, but those are the two guys that I just wanted to throw out there as the two guys, uh, two stars for me uh, that surprised me this week is stars and studs or stu- uh, studs. Sorry, Jesus. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what about you, I- dude? I'm going with two guys from the same team. Uh, we had mentioned the game before. Two guys from the Lions, TJ Hawkinson and uh, Jamal Williams, both just had fantastic games. I mean, they were down, so they were throwing. They were trying to, to score. But Jamal Williams had 100 yards on the ground. So it wasn't just, you know, they were in you know garbage time and he was getting – so they were balling. using him throughout the game and he was balling. Jamal, uh, I think he had like 20 uh, – I think in my league, yeah, like 27 I'm trying points. trying to bring it up right here. I think it's like 27 or something like that. Well, either way, I, I picked him up last week. Probably won me th- this week just by having uh, uh, the game that he did. And then obviously TJ Hawkins. carries 108 yards, mm-hmm. and he had uh, one reception for three yards. And, you know, so two touch- he had the two touchdowns. Right. For so 23.9 points. Huge day. Huge day. Huge day. And uh, TJ Hawkinson just becoming a – He's starting to be. He's starting to, to grow into his own, right? We're talking about top tight ends. I think T.J. Hawkinson is an un like a, a quiet unsung guy. But oh, if he frustrated could, me if, last year, if he could take this jump and he can continue man. to have games like this, Jared Goff, man, is he really that good? Is he, you know? Doing- I don't know. I think Jared Goff is is starting to become that season. Like he's he's obviously a seasoned vet. He's starting to, you know, he, he's one of the leaders on the team. He's not a young guy. He's one of the older guys now. I, it just looking at how he's playing, I mean, he threw a pick last week, but four touchdowns, they have the number one offense in the league. It's you got to give him some type of credit. You know what I mean? It, it's yeah. not it's not all the running back. It's it's pretty much everybody on that offense. And it starts with him leading the leading the way. So I think Jared Goff deserves some credit. I know there's some questions about uh, we're going to get to your questions in a second here. Go ahead and like, let's you know, let's get to one. Let's get to one question. Yeah, go ahead. Let's go ahead. Let me see. Fire let's one see. up. Let me see. All right. I got a ton of running backs, but what? what's the best wide receiver going forward, non-PPR league? Who will finish the best fantasy wide receiver in the game going forward? What? what Non-PPR? What do you mean? Like you have them on your team? You just want to know who's the best one is going to be? I think, I think what the what wide receiver in the league is going to be the best overall fantasy. I think that's what the question is. Okay. Oof. I mean, Stephon Diggs, I mean, he'll probably look the most targets. I mean, Cooper Cuff gets targeted the most. He's got 54 targets this year, um, 402 yards. I, I don't know, Ivan. What do well, you let's think? see. Look, look, I'm just going to go ahead and pull up the fantasy stats right now. So, right now, number one is Cooper Cup. You got Stephon Diggs behind him, Tariq Hill after that. Justin Jefferson, Jalen Waddle, Marquise Brown, Amon Ross St. Amon Ross St. Brown, Devontae Adams, AJ Brown, and Christian Kirk for your top ten. Uh, out of the top ten, honestly, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with Cooper Cup. Like, I, he's their most dangerous weapon. I, I, I think that. I mean, unless he's knocked out of the game, you know, I, I'm I'm expecting him to continue to have the productions that he's having. And being that that number one guy, I mean, there's definitely 
receivers were more receivers worthy. Stephon just... Diggs leads with 64.6 non PPR mm-hmm. um, fantasy points with Cooper Cup trailing by 0. 0.4. Oh, and well, that... Ty- Tyree Kill, Jalen Waddle, Justin Jefferson. So, yeah, I think it's Diggs or Cup, you know, but I think you're going to see Hill and Waddle three and four. They're going to drop. And then you had Justin Jefferson finally have a huge week this week, uh, mm-hmm. week four. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's back on it, you know, on that that maybe he's on the road again to domination, but just can't tell yet. So it's just, Bob, I hear you. I just think it's, it, you know, our, my crystal ball, I would say Stefan Diggs or Cooper Cup. I don't know. What would you say, Ivan? Like I said, I'm going with Cup. Like it. And he, he's Super Bowl MVP. He's continuing to have great production. Every time he gets the ball, he's dangerous. He could take it away. So. Yeah. He could take to the house anytime he gets the ball. I mean, Stefan Diggs is the same way. It's, it's a toss up to me, but I'm going to go yeah. with Cup. I'm going to go with Cup. Uh, and he gets the ball to the backfield. I didn't realize he had a rushing touchdown. Yeah, too. yeah, he does. They, yeah, they do the, the a lot of wide receiver reverses. He looks so happy exchanging jerseys with uh, Debo Samuel last night. If you saw his picture, he looked I absolutely did not. miserable. Did he? <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Better, better starter moving forward: Stafford yeah. or Geno Smith? Good question. Geno Smith obviously statistically is showing fantasy wise. Yes. The Rams' offensive line is absolutely shit, and I just think that is the reason why. Granted, the Niners' defensive line is just ridiculous, so it's going to mm-hmm. exploit any hole on your offensive line. But I, uh, I don't know. I that's a great question. I, I don't trust Stafford at all right now. I'd stay away. I have him in my dynasty league. He's my my QB three on my own team right now behind. Russ and uh, David Carr, you know, and I got some rookies sitting in my my taxi squad. But if, uh, if you own Cooper Cup, I mean, I would that's say, you go, with, stack. I'd say yeah. you go with Stafford. But that's a stack, yeah. I mean, you so can't like, go bad it, there. Yeah. I think Gino, Gino's going to have some good games, but I don't think he's going to continue to have the week that he had this past week. The Lions are dead last on defense. Their offense is number one in the league, dead last in the league on defense. So maybe that was, you know. A, just them catching fire with a bad football team on the other side and, and they were able to light it up. But I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be Stafford. I think you stick with Stafford. He has Cooper cup. He's a QB 10 for the rest of the year. He's, you know, you know, it's QB has, 14 week five. I mean, I, that's yeah. Shit. You're probably right, man. I, it's tough though. Because I like Gino, Gino like, is yeah. doing some things, man. Like he's actually fucking, Playing some good football and doing, you know, it's tough. It's I like, it's like I said, one. I like Gino. I don't know if I trust Gino because he has he has Penny, he has DK. I just it's it's a week to week with me with Gino. He's thrown for more uh, passing yards this year than if you add it up like his last five seasons. It's it's like the that's, guy. That's, is what just, that's that's what I'm saying. He's is getting it, a chance it, to make the most of it, so it's a good story. We'd like to ride, you know, ride the hot hand, I guess, if you're streaming. But that he's a matchup based guy, I think, right? Like he can't no trust doubt. him. Yeah. So it's he, not, it's it's a week to week. Like I said, he might he might have just caught lightning yes, in a bottle. You got to go Stafford then, based yeah. on that. I think. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So uh, let's move on. Let's go to our duds, Jackal. Who are your duds for the week? <sighs> Shit. You know, I I talked about we talked about it a little already. I'm gonna say. I'm going to make this easy, and I'm going to say the running back room in, in Detroit just shit the bed once Williams went down. Um, I mean, Mike Boone kind of stepped up, but the, it, it's just disappointing there. They were duds in terms of the fantasy production. Um, and also Marcus Mariota for a guy that I anticipated 
having to throw the ball a lot more once Cordell Patterson went out. Um, I mean, he had like less than four fantasy points uh, and that's just awful. Not that I anticipated a lot of people playing Marcus Mariota, but if you're one of those guys that drafted quarterbacks late and you're dealing with a DAC injury or whoever else, um, Jameis Winston and you're streaming, you had to go last minute. Yeah. It didn't work well when you went with him. Um, yeah, those are the couple of guys I thought were, you know, bad on my end. Jonathan Taylor once again got hurt. Um, you know, what about you? Two running backs. Uh, we talked about one, uh, Najee Harris. Uh, he got 18 attempts, only 74 yards. Didn't really do much, yeah. you know, in the passing. It's It was just rough. It, you you got to be able to step up and help your young quarterback. I know they're in a transition. Didn't help Mitch either. You know, you got you to gotta be able to help out your quarterback. Najee's going to have to figure it out, but he is one of my duds of the week. The other okay. one is Antonio Gibson, yeah. 13 attempts, 49 yards. I almost they went – Ryan Robinson back. I, yeah, they do. I almost went the other on the other side, the other team. I almost went with their running back in Dallas with Ezekiel Elliott because they have the same amount of yards. I think – I don't want to say the same amount of rushes, but I know they have the same amount of yards. Uh, that was de- definitely a okay. disappointment in last week's game from both running backs, uh, Ezekiel Elliott and Antonio Gibson, but those will be my two duds for the week. Um, you know, I, I don't look, I don't look for Najee to go ahead and be like this and a, Adrian Peterson type of running back, but you're like, we're, we're expecting you to take a m- much more of a load. Now you should be expecting yourself to take more of a load. And I would expect to see him, you know, getting more targets, getting more carries. Let's just see what happens. It, it's a, it was just a bad week maybe, but he's going to have to step it up in fantasy and in, you know, and for his team. Cause it's, it's rough right now in Pittsburgh. Yeah, it is, you know, but that's why they made the switch. And as we talked mm-hmm. about earlier, that Kenny Pickett, you know, they're on that penny, that Kenny Pickett bag over there, man, you know, and then they got, you know, main game yeah. that bad boy and get it moving, you know, hopefully, well, uh, you know, we'll see what happens in three weeks. Like if Kenny Pickett's, yeah. if he's still throwing picks in three weeks, we'll see how the Pittsburgh faithful, feel then are they gonna be like oh, put Mitch back in like really <laughs> you know it, it's it, yeah. it could go either way like I said let's True. hope can, can he pick it I wish him all the best let's see what happens uh James Robinson I know this is a question Bob had said earlier the Jaguars running backs before Jaguars. we get to our starts and sits uh, the Jaguars just ran into a buzzsaw yeah. that was the Philadelphia Eagles yep. the Philadelphia Eagles are just they're they're the best team in the NFC they're the best team in the NFC. The Jaguars are going to be – I think they're, they are a good team. I think they're going to be a force to be reckoned with this season. Might even win the AFC South. Yeah, James Robinson's fine, man. He's yeah, I think, they're, the I think they're fine. I, mean, I think ETN will be fine. This week, though, I'll tell you about the I'll – give, I'll give you a spoiler. This week, <laughs> I, I would start both of them. I don't even care if you if you had them in both – if you had both of them or if you had only like one it. of them, I would start both of them because they're going to run yes, into a shot. team – that gives up a lot of rushing yards, and I think they'll be fine this week. I think they'll be able to feast. But let's okay. go ahead and get to our uh, our starts and sits. I'll uh, I'll kick this off. I'm going to go with Dalvin Cook in one of my games. Obviously, we all know who they're facing this week, the Chicago Bears. We can't stop the run. We can't stop the run. That's it's a huge issue. I want to believe that this week will be different, but I think it's – I think talent has something to do with it. I think talent has something to do with it. I think, you know, maybe guys are playing hurt. I don't know. They don't disclose much up at Howes Hall. 
I just will go with Dalvin Cook and that Minnesota rushing attack against the Chicago Bears. 200 yards, 200 yards twice, and it's only week four or or week five. That's not going to get it done. That's not that's not what I want to see out of my football team. But that's why I'm going to take Dalvin Cook as one of my starts for this week. The other guy is going to be Damian Harris from the uh, from the New England Patriots. They're going to go against the I think they're playing Detroit. Detroit's giving up a lot of uh, yards on the ground. I'm not going to – same thing. Go with go with where the, the, the matchup is, right? That's what I'm trying of to course. play. Go where, where the matchup is. Damian Harris against the 32nd defense in the NFL. I, and even with, with Smith, I would go – or Stevenson, excuse me. I would go with Stevenson as well. Start those, those two running backs. And don't forget the Jaguars because they're playing the Texans. Did you say start both Patriots running backs? I would. Yeah, I agree. I would. Yeah. I would. I would definitely do that. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I like those. That was good. I mean, oh, I would always you. start my first round draft pick, but you know. Well, <laughs> <laughs> who you got? Uh, fuck. I, uh, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to go with a couple quarterbacks to start, man. I think a guy that we talked about with respects to the Jaguars and James Robinson, I think you got to start Trevor Lawrence this week against Houston. I think you're going to see a bounce back. That five turnover game is an anomaly. I think in this, you know, I was high on him last week during the show. I felt like he turned that corner and was showing why he was that number one draft pick. Um, and really was, you know, like you said, they ran into a buzzsaw, man, a good team. And, and, that's what happens sometimes in the NFL. You get punched in the fucking mouth, and now, now you got to respond. They go against Houston. We've seen how he, we've seen how Houston plays, um, you know. And so to that point, I think you could see Trevor Lawrence put up a nice day against the Texans, um, and he's going to be able to do it on the ground and in mm-hmm. the air. I think I think he's going to have a big day. Um, and the other guy that uh, I think you should start is somebody that we don't necessarily think too highly of as we've shit on the Broncos, but I'd start Russell Wilson against uh, Indiana because he's going to have to throw the ball 75 times. And if you need a quarterback and you need, you know, if you're hurt and, and you need fantasy points from a QB because you're dealing with running back or wide receiver injuries, you can bank on Wilson probably having his highest per, uh, point production this year, week five. Um, you know, so those are two guys that I would start. But a guy that I would sit, I'm going to stay with a quarterback, and it's a guy that we just just played last night, um, Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, I thought, you know, he played great last night in terms of just, you know, did what he does best. Uh, but they're going against uh, they're going against Carolina, and I think they're just going to. I think the Niners are just going to run the ball, and they're just going to take care take care of the uh, the Panthers. They're not going to put the ball in uh, Jimmy's hands too much, and for that, I think I'd sit him. Um, yeah, yeah, Panthers are dead last in, in passing. I think they're, I think they might be dead last in, in total offense. Yeah. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Baker so, yeah. is. Uh, they, they said today. I think I don't know who leaves first. Is Baker loses starting job or does Matt Rule get fired? There's way too many open college jobs right now out there for Matt Rule to be like, yeah, I want to stick around here in Carolina. You know, even though he's guaranteed seventy million, uh, but if he takes a college job, I think that eats into some of that bread. But you know, I, he's got to be like, get me the fuck out of here. I think this question is for you. Would you put Wilson in over golf then? Oh, damn. That's a good question. Uh, we just talked about this. So we have Belichick against golf, theoretically, right? I, I think I am going to go with – I think I would have to go with Russell Wilson over um, Jared Goff this week. Just something to be said about uh, battling against Bill Belichick. 
I think that Goff could have a harder time with that than other quarterbacks in the NFL, such as Aaron Rodgers last week. Uh, you know, and, and Rodgers showed him the ultimate respect afterwards and just paid him high compliments with respects to his football acumen and trying to play against him. Um, it's always a challenge. Um, do I think Goff is Aaron Rodgers? No. Um, to that point, I think I'm going to go with uh, I'm going to go with Russell Wilson over Jared Goff. Yeah. There it is. There it is. Yeah. Russell. You have Russell any other starts Goff. and sits like running backs, wide receivers, anybody else? I mean, I, I got a couple, but yeah, my, I didn't know. Who do you got? My, my sits for this week, and it's like I said, the one probably is going to surprise. The other one, maybe not. Um, Kyler Murray. I'm going to go ahead and sit you this week. Ooh, they're okay. going up against, like I said, they're going up against yeah. that buzzsaw yep. in Philadelphia. And I'm, you know, looking like, like it, you really start to, you know, what type, type of team you have, you know, what type of season you're going to have after about four weeks, right? After, after a month in, you know, kind of like what you can and cannot be, right? Or who you are and who you aren't. I think the Eagles are going to, are, are a real contender. I think they're defensive wise. And offensive wise, they are a real threat to win the NFC North, okay. or not the NFC, just NFC uh, yeah. in general. Yeah. The Cardinals are struggling. I'm looking for that defense for Philadelphia to continue to 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 to, to roll, put pressure on Kyler Murray, keep him in the pocket, don't let him go ahead and, and escape. Yeah, it's going to be I, tough. I think they're going to do a good job at containing him. Uh, I just I, I I don't see him having a successful day against Philadelphia, and not a lot of people are having successful days. Against the Eagles, so it's to me Kyler Murray, legit contender. Absolutely, yeah. To me, Kyler Murray is a no go. And then the other guy, like I said, a surprise. I'm gonna go with Saquon. I'm gonna go with Saquon Barkley against the Green Bay Packers in London. I'm, I, I, I'm the only, the only reason I would be hesitant is because they are traveling. And maybe that defense of the Packers gets jet lagged or, you know, maybe they're tired or not settled in or, or what have you. And they go ahead and they have a shit game. But so mm-hmm. far, I think the Packers are doing a decent job of handling the run. I think they're going to go ahead and not give up 200 yards on the ground, you know, to the New York Giants uh, like the okay. Chicago Bears did. I think Saquon is going to have a bit of a struggle. And, you know, with the question at quarterback, Tyrod's got out. Tyrod has a concussion. Yeah, it's going to be Daniel Tyrod Jones. Tyrod is not yet. Yeah, Daniel Jones. I, I think on you're a going to see a lot leg. of Saquon in that game. Exactly. Daniel Jones on a hobbled leg with the box stacked because now yeah. you know you have no wide receivers and Saquon now you have a hobbled quarterback. Be... Right. You have a hobbled quarterback. Saquon's going to be the focal point and they're going to focus on him defensively. So I'm going to go ahead and or sit he goes Saquon. For 200. Yeah, I'm, I hope because well, I drafted him in all my fucking leagues. Yeah, <laughs> so, I mean, if he goes for two hundred, that then the Giants are doing something fucking right. But I just think that it's going to be too much for Saquon yeah. okay. over in London. So those it's are my tough. two guys. You are right. You are right. I mean, it's something to be said about that traveling overseas and the you know the whole nine. And I heard someone talking about it today, and like they got to stay up all night to try to get. They try to flip their clock and the whole that just got to suck. But I mean, I mean, I do it for twenty million a year, but whatever. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but Saquon, yeah, he could have a monster day, but if Green Bay has their way, then, yeah, you, you could be right. But I think they're going to make him the focal point of that offense. You're going to see – you could see some wildcat out of that offense like they did when we Jones went down. We might see 40 down. carries. We you might know, see 40 you carries. You could, you know, and if that's the case, if he gets 30 or th- three yards of carry, he's having a fucking pretty – you know, getting some fantasy points anyway. Um any wide receivers that you don't like this week or that you think they should start or, I mean, 
I mean, it, it's a it's kind of a crapshoot for me. Okay. Like I'm I'm skeptical I'm about the Bills. I'm, I'm skeptical. I mean, Mooney. I, yeah, Mooney. I'm skeptical about the Steelers. Right? So we could talk about the Pickens. We talk about Deontay Johnson a yeah. little bit. Um, there's no real wide receivers that I'm truly worried about this week. I mean, maybe maybe the Lions might have a, a bit of a hard time with the Patriots. I'm not yeah. sure. Sick Gabe Davis. Gabe Davis, yeah. The Gabe Davis hasn't been doing – he's on my football fantasy the, team. Sid Ayuk. He against, had that He yeah. had that ankle, and he just hasn't been the same, Gabe Davis. So I'm, I'm – I, I could agree with you with maybe a Gabe Davis. Maybe I wouldn't trust him you, as much. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't to me sit DJ Moore. I would say I would say sit DJ Moore, start anybody on the I, I think I start anybody on the Niners. I think I would start either Debo or Ayuk. I'd sit Brian, I'd sit Ayuk though. I just think you, you know, think speak so? it, but I was down on Jimmy G when we were talking earlier. So it's like I can't be like, Oh yeah, go after the wide receivers for the Niners when I just sat like you know what I mean? Like I just think the volume isn't there for Brandon Ayuk right now. I just I'm surprised actually. I thought he was gonna have a better year. But then again, Trey Lance gets hurt. Things go kind of haywire there in San Francisco. Kyle Shanahan's got to, you know, show why he's the smartest man over there. I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, I there's some guys that just, you know, Drake London, he's got to go against uh, Carlton Davis. That's going to be tough for him, you know, against Tampa. Tyler Lockett, I like, but he's he does have to go up against Marshawn Latimer. Um, mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I was talking about, Mooney. It's just going to be tough to see him. He had a breakout week four. Does he? Do you expect a Bears receiver to do that two weeks in a row? I don't know. Fantasy wise, that's tough to put your money on. Do you want? You know, I don't know if that's a safe bet. So that's tough for me. Um, you know, but I, I might be off of CD Lamb a bit. Maybe. I, okay. I, it, the Rams have been struggling. I mean, you saw them struggle a little bit last night, but I could see, I could see the Cooper Rush. Cinderella story, you know, hitting a hitting a bit of a a, 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 a wall. Loses yeah. a game. Cooper Cush finally loses a game. I think maybe that it, just because you know the way that the Rams got embarrassed, I would expect that defense to step up. You know, what I mean, they got a lot of guys with pride on that team. They got a lot of superstar names on that on that defense. I would expect them to step up. So maybe maybe I'd be worried a little bit about a CD Lamb or a um, Michael Gallup if you if you have them and you're in your and you're using them. Uh, yeah, Dalton Schultz had no points last week. Yeah, no points last week. Was he was he injured? Was I? Was I well, off? He did play. Like he. Yeah, yeah, he was in. Yeah, he, I don't know what the doing, what was just, the issue, yeah. but he had no he points last week. So. He didn't, I don't. I, I don't remember his uh, snap count, but I don't think it was uh, what some people were expecting when they played him. Right, Noah Brown for Algiers. We get to some of these questions yeah. real quick. Yes, do that. I would. I would right I mean, now. Like, Brown had a decent day last week, but I mean, you could go out, you could drop him, pick up Algier, and you could tro- go get a guy like Alec Pierce, who's going to be a focal point. You know, I think he's yeah. going to get a lot more targets in uh, in Indy. Uh, you know, drop another guy to replace your receiver if you really needed to, or just yeah, I think that answers your question. Yes, yeah. right. Yeah, I'm pretty high on Algier, and I'll just go. Actually, I'll just go right into it because he's going to be. One of my waiver picks. Um, yeah, I think they're gonna split. They're definitely gonna split some some carries and and some uh, some uh, some reps. But I think Algier is gonna get be the focal point. I yeah. think he has the potential to be. I wouldn't. I wouldn't give him the feature back, you know, title right away. But he has good potential. Younger younger back. 
can do it, obviously, in both uh, the run and in the passing game. So I think he's he's going to be the guy to uh, go out and get. There's the other guy, Huntley, who I've, he had 10 yeah, carries. We talked, about, yep. yeah, we talked about him earlier, 10 carries. He did a decent job as well. He looked pretty solid. I'm I'm more leaning toward Algier. I think Algier. Okay. They I think they drafted him to come in and potentially take over that running back spot. So I'm going to lean with him in my waiver wire this week. Go ahead and pick him up. He's available. Uh, and then the other guy I mentioned, 16 percent of leagues. Just so you know. Yeah, the other guy I'd mentioned because, and I know I talked about them possibly taking a dip with a young quarterback. It's George Pickens. Like I, I think the more he gets on the field the better he, be, he plays. Like, the, yeah. the more I see him, the more I'm like, man, I'm impressed with his physicality. You saw the, the the you know, the catch last week. You saw the production as well. Six catches, I, 102 yards. Right. I think I think the rookie, the rookie-rookie connection, them, you know, with Pickett, them being two rookies, them coming in together, I think that has something to do with it. That has a little bit to do with the success that he might have. Maybe not yeah. this week, but – Coming soon this year, I think that George Pickens is going to find some success. Buffalo, so maybe you, Tampa, Miami—they're next three oppo- opponents. So I mean, it's going to be—it's it's got gonna his be work tough. cut out for him. It's going to be tough. I think you could stash a George Pickens and just kind of watch because George, like I said, he's starting to have these games, but you're going to run into a bit of a, a, a of a tough uh, part of the schedule. It's going to be weird. It, it all depends on Kenny Pickett. It all depends on Kenny Pickett. I'm still going to go ahead and maybe stash a guy like George Pickens. Who do you got on your waiver wild, Chris? Who? Um, you know, I. you talk about uh, – you bring up a great one with respects to Tyler Algier. Um, did you talk about what you'd spend on Fab for him if you had to spend a little bit of bread? Like, do you think you'd spend, like, uh, 10% if you had, like, $200? Um, would you spend – you know, what, what would you make – what would you be comfortable making a bid? And it sucks making these predictions because there's mm-hmm. people that are listening now that are in our leagues. So it's like shit, you know. But right. there are people that, you know, that I do know that listen that, you know, are from where I'm or, you know, living where I am. And they're, they, they're not in my leagues, but they are in their own leagues, and they do ask me this. So what are your mm-hmm. thoughts? What would you be comfortable with spending there? Well, they said four weeks as a minimum for Cordero. Yeah. So yeah. I – it all depends on like what your desperation is at running back. What's like, your ceiling, and what's like your you think it'll get it done in your league, but you know, but also I would you... go forty. Oh wow! Okay, good. Okay, I'll I just forty, and I'm obviously it's just you're expecting to, big to keep things it simple. With that yeah, kind to, of investment, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, to right? keep it simple. To keep it simple, I'm investing ten bucks a week, right? But you need him for four weeks. You know, he's gonna be starting. He's gonna be getting yeah. touches and involved. He's that's. Yeah. He's the number two guy on the, on the, on the depth chart. Over 100, yards, under, it, over 100 yards from the line of scrimmage, man. Right. So he's going to be getting the ball. And I think that if you're – first of all, if you're hurting at running back, yes. 40 bucks is probably not going to, you know, not going to kill you you're unless you've been, unless you you've been just right spending. Now. Yeah. Yeah, unless you've been just spending frivolously. I think yeah, you, you you're okay with 40 bucks. If, you, if you're right now and we going into week five and you're like 500 or you're one in three, but you're you're scoring a lot of points and you just mm-hmm. had some tough matchups. But like, right. I, yeah, I mean, spending, you, you got to go get the guys right now that you need. You got to be aggressive right now. You can't right. pussyfoot around the waiver wire or the fob. You got to go out and spend some bread, man. I, I really definitely agree there. If you had Cordero, then it's a definite must. Like if you had Cordero, I, Patterson, I would – I would be a little bit more on the 
let me go ahead and spend what I think. Let me go ahead on the on the yeah. higher end, right? Okay. So maybe not forty. Maybe I go ahead and maybe twenty bucks higher, depending on who I think might be targeting him. Because if there's another guy in your league that's like, oh wow, this guy just went out. He had two running backs go down. He's definitely going to be targeting an Algier. You know what I'm saying? So for me, if you if if you're hurting at running back, target him. If you had Cordero Patterson, target him as well. So I would I would say about. 40 bucks. Okay. We'll say for the month. I think for the sake of argument and, and sake of our conversation with, with respects to the snap count with uh, Raheem Mostert getting more touches and doing more, being on the field more, it's looking like Mostert's going to be the RB one in Miami. Um, and you're talking about RB one potential with Algier. Um, I almost feel that that's not a, it's a tough call. Um, but you know, to win leagues and make money, you got to make decisions where, you know, you're, uh, you know, you pucker up a little bit because you're not exactly sure. You got to be, you got to make a move, man. Uh, you don't win if you can't win if you don't play, if you will. Right. Would you do that? Depending on your running back situation. If you're thin, I mean, I, if, if you think thin, you, if you know you can get them, if you have one of the top waiver claims, I, I almost feel like you should do that. But yeah, I, 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 I would, I would, if you, if you're not happy with Chase Edmonds, I would. I, feel like I would that's take a, a trade. I take a shot. Yeah. I, I think it is a trade, just because, yeah. just because the simple fact you don't know who Algier is technically, and maybe you're catching a guy that just got his opportunity, and all of a sudden he goes off the next four weeks. Yep. So it's like I said, I, I just go back to Rashad's voice. It's a crapshoot because it is a crapshoot. But I think this one with Chase Edmonds' production being down, I think Algier might be a good uh, investment there. Yeah. Okay. See, yeah, I picked I know, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was, oh, I picked sorry. Algier, but he, he has a tough next four games. I don't know when I'd start him. Yeah, like I said, it, it all depends on if you're dead. Like, if you have a – unless you like, – who, who are your other running backs if, if, if? I – like I said, if you're desperate at running back, I would do it. If you had Cordell Patterson, I probably would do it as well. Yeah. So, I mean, it all, it all depends. I know you picked him up, but I don't know what your running back situation – is looking like uh, let's go ahead and there's other guys that you could go out and grab if you're worried about spending mm -hmm. all that kind of money on Algeria. You know, like you could go out and go grab like a guy like Kenneth Gainwell. He's available in like 32 percent of the leagues. They have Arizona, Dallas, and then they have a bye um, in week seven. Um, but you know, he's a he's a nice supplemental back to to Miles Sanders. Sanders had a huge day, uh, but Gainwell's a guy that you know obviously is getting touches in this hive. Um, high flying Eagles offense. So there's volume there for him um, and a nice little target share. So it's something to think about, um, but also Brian Robinson, you know, coming off the of injury, obviously mm -hmm. we want what's best for him to, you know, that's to succeed in the NFL after what he went through. Um, surprisingly, he is rostered in about 54% of the league speak. So that just speaks to the, the potential there um, wishing for him to be back sooner than later. So you're going to have to be aggressive in getting him also. Um, I think speaking of five, you're going to have to spend some money, but I don't think, I think it's more like 10% or it, that's a max for me. So if you had 200, like $20, um, but you could probably get them for maybe a little less um, depending on the, you know, you got to read the room, I guess. Uh, so that's, those are a couple of guys I think on the running back room um, that I'd, I'd consider. Um, you talked about George Pickens yet? Did mm -hmm. you get to your guy? No, we already we, we had we had mentioned Pickens. Okay, uh, right. Corey, Corey, we can help you. We just need to know what the trade is. I mean, oh no, uh, <clears throat> there was a trade here. Um, that I that, where is he? Um, was it Corey's trade? 
Oh, dude, I would definitely right here. You got to go Jamal Williams. I mean, yeah, it's Jamal. Yeah, that's a no-brainer. And I don't know if we talk. Where is the trade? Uh, oh, was it this one? Yes, yes. I would, I would take Fryermuth and Etn over Pitts and Pollard all day, every day, twice hmm. on Sunday. I would not. Yeah. I think I, I think Pollard. I think Pollard might. Well, Pitts has been god awful, and I think you're gonna get. Yeah, Pitts I hasn't just, been like. I'm just looking at potential. Fryermuth Fry might get more targets just because it's it's a younger quarterback, like I'd mentioned before. Etn, Etn being behind Robinson right now. I mean, it's. But he had a good game last week, and Robinson had a good game too. I mean, they were well, they both. Were, well, they were they they were kind of bottled up. I think they they had under fifty yards each. I think they have. I think they had similar. I think they had identical yards, if I'm not mistaken. Paul, um, not Pollard. Etienne and Robinson. Uh, 32 yards and 29 yards on eight carries for both of them, respectively. What do you have in the air? I'm sorry. Uh, nothing. Neither of them had anything through the air. Didn't catch any balls either. Wow. No balls caught. So it was a it was a rough week. If, if you were a Jacksonville fan, I mean. They lost. They, they barely lost. They gave a good show, but as as far as fantasy wise, I mean, it's kind of that's that's rough. I would I want I'm going to lean towards Pitts and Pollard because I think Pollard has a little bit more upside than Etn, but I do like Fryermuth. That's a tough. That's a good okay. question. That's a good question. Yeah. So we didn't really give him an answer because we both picked the opposite side. So, you know, you're going to have to be the uh, – you're going to have to lay the gauntlet down on your own on that one, man. We're sorry, Carl. I thought we had you on that. But Well, how, how about this? Which for for Pitts and, – and, I'll, and I'll, yeah. I'll really put it on the tight ends. Which quarterback do you trust? Right? I mean, which quarterback do you trust? I actually would... like Pickett over Marcus Mariota, but they may go to okay. Ritter. Who knows, you know? I right. don't know. But he's look, been horrible. Like Pitts has just been such a disappointment for where he was drafted. You could get Fryermuth in in ETN, who I think is more, you know, in a PPR format. I like that. I like that trade. I just, I, you know, it also depends on where you are with the set of your team. If you're playing well, I don't know why you'd want to make a move. But if that's going to yeah. put you over the edge because you're you're light at tight end, obviously, and you've got Pitts and you're trying to make it, I I I don't think you can go wrong with that deal. You're really making it for the tight end and not the running back, in my opinion. He goes Pickett or Stafford, Logan. Oh, wow. I I'm going to go with Stafford again. I mean, yeah, I'm going to go with Stafford again. I know it's hard to pick Stafford, especially since he's not doesn't seem to want to go to Allen Robinson or Allen Robinson does, can't seem Robinson to get open. Robinson fucking or, sucks, dude. Or what? Yeah, that, he's okay. all done, man. <laughs> Tell us how you feel, Jack. No, just, he's not as good anymore. It's a, he hit the age. He's what, 29, 30? Those two, you get it to a certain age in the NFL, there's only a couple of guys that can play after turning 30 years old in the NFL. Everybody else falls off a cliff. They can play, but they can't play. And, you know, you, some guys have, I mean, shit, it, it's tough. It's the NFL. I, the guys take a fucking beating in that league, and there's a reason that your longevity is not uh, – it's actually, I don't think it's called longevity because you just don't have it in the NFL outside of Tom Brady and plastic surgeons, but whatever. <laughs> All right. That's Jackal's take. <laughs> uh, with running backs being thin, what do you think Wilson Jr. slash Mitchell is worth? Have Cooks, Dobbins, and Penny thin at wide receiver three unless Gabe Davis becomes usable. Um, Mitchell comes back in a couple weeks or he's going to yeah. be, yeah, he, he comes back in, I think, two weeks. 
I think they said six to eight weeks or something like that. Yeah. Uh, Wilson looked good. Wilson looked he's he's a good complement to a, a a Mitchell. I don't I don't know if you're gonna get a whole whole lot just because when Mitchell comes back, Wilson's carries are gonna drop. And I think Mitchell right now I have Mitchell on my bench. Like I, I drafted Mitchell. I think he was mm-hmm. my first running back. So I'm I'm like I'm working with you on this. Like my 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 mind's thinking, you know, my mind's running for you. I, I, like, I think and I don't like Gabe Davis. Like he's too no. touchdown dependent and I don't think he's the guy in that offense that's going to get those uh I think Isaiah McKenzie's the guy in that offense that you're going to want to grab over yeah. the play over Gabe Davis. Yeah. M- Mitchell for me it all depends on how he, that, that that first couple weeks if he's okay if his knees are right if he if he's running okay then yeah i would say he might be worth he might be worth a receiver like he, he a, a starting receiver he might be worth it but i just don't think with the splits and him being out you're going to get anything right now well, there are if, if he was healthy if he was healthy you'd you'd be worth it i just don't think if you trade them together with I the mean, injury, you're definitely going to be able to get somebody you'll get a better wide receiver but you got to do the comparison, you know, fantasy points for those two overall over the course of the next six games or whatever. And if that's going to, I don't, you know, you can't, it's, you're not going to play them both. Yeah. And it sucks because I have so, both, I have Mitchell and yeah. I have Gabe Davis and they're both fucking me right oh, now. Man. So it's like, yeah, we, let's not get on that. I just wanted to mention, I don't want to get Jack Stinks. all worked up again. Thanks. About this Allen Robinson Stealing thing. money. <laughs> Stealing money. Uh, let's go. Let's get one more. Would you? Yeah. Well, would you drop the Davis? Would you drop? I mean, this is an easy yes. one. Would you drop Davis for McKenzie? Yeah. I'm. I, I'm I picked them both up, so I don't have to. I. I would. I think I would. He if did I, sustain if I, a concussion though last week. He did get a concussion, um, yeah. in week four. So he there is that chance he may miss miss week five. But he had 11 catches for 97 yards and two touchdowns on 15 targets in his last two games. Um, so he's definitely a guy that has got Josh Allen's trust um, by getting the ball thrown in his direction. Um, so as long as he is healthy, I think you're going to see a steady dose of targets his way. Um, and I think he is this year's like Gabe Davis, Dawson Knox, and that like that guy that's going to put up the numbers um, in that offense. Yeah, I, I I'm off of Gabe Davis. I don't know what to do with him. He's on, like I said, he's on yeah. my team. I picked up a bunch of guys. Excuse me, that were there specifically if Gabe Davis didn't didn't go off. I'm thinking about moving him too. It might be okay. It might be the right time. I'm give him one more week, in my opinion, but it might be time to move on from Gabe Davis. Yeah. All right. Well, you know what? I'm about spent because I have to use the bathroom. But <laughs> it is it is it was a fun fun show, Chris. Yeah, man. It just just you and I, the two of just the two of us. Uh, our Claudio comes back next week. Claudio's out there antiquing. Man. Uh, hopefully he finds something good. Bring something. Bring something back for us. Maybe a prop or something for the show. He's mean mugging old ladies for mean uh, mugging old ladies. Mirrors beating up old ladies for 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 an ottoman. Uh, yeah, it's just a great show. I fe- I felt like we were good back and forth today. Of course, man. A always. lot of a lot of good fantasy football. A lot of good football for uh, up for this week. Going to be talking some more. So we'll be back with you guys. Next week on Keeping It Fantasy. Don't forget, tomorrow we're going to be on uh, Keeping It 100 with Phil and Shane. Obviously, we're gonna they're going to be talking to oh yeah uh, Jared Payton, the the Jared son of a Payton. legend, yeah. son of a legend Jared Payton. 
And uh, Jared's becoming a little bit of a Chicago legend himself in his own right. Uh, gonna be a gonna be a great show. Tune in for uh, tune into that. It's gonna be at a new time or a special time. Excuse yes. me, eight o'clock Eastern, seven o'clock Central. So don't be late. It'll be there. It's a half hour early. It We're should be to... right around eight, like hopefully a little before eight fifteen. Right. Um, you know our time seven fifteen your time. I know we have him hopefully for uh, till about nine o'clock. Um, really looking forward to it, man. Interested mm-hmm. to hear he's you know for many reasons and the fact that you know just being able to type the name Mister Payton or hello like just his mind fucking numbing and like just his dad yeah, whatever man I was geeking out man you know yeah no I want to ask him if he ever wore kangaroos like if he ever watched the Roos, Matrix yeah. you know but <laughs> hey did you did you have you ever seen the Matrix. <laughs> I was I was there for the unveiling of uh, the Walter Payton statue. I actually oh. I took a picture with him uh, there. It was it was a great moment. I mean, he doesn't know who the who the fuck I am, but I'm like, man, I, I just want to be, hey, dude, I, I'm happy I got to to share that moment with you That's guys. Awesome. It was it was a it was a cool experience. It was a really cool experience. He's a really good dude. Um, but yeah, man, let's wrap things up here uh, for Chris Jackal. I'm Ivan Vargas. You guys have been watching Keeping It Fantasy here on the Tape Never Lies Network. Make sure you go to www.thetapeneverlies.com. Yes, become a pa- Become a patron. You guys will get more uh, content, more breakdowns, longer breakdowns from the best Bears football talk, or, uh, football information talk, whatever, blah, 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 <laughs> on the planet. Uh, yeah. So, hey, so real long, quick, guys. don't forget to like, subscribe, and set your notifications on YouTube as well. Um, so you don't miss any of the content that TTNL Network has coming out. There's there almost go. a show daily. Um, pretty soon there will be. Um, and also for the exclusive Patreon content, like uh, Ivan just discussed, uh, head down below uh, to www.tapeneverlies.com. And, uh, yeah, we hope Claudio found something. Um, maybe a passing off. Anyway, never mind. We, let's digress. We'll save that for tomorrow. We'll Chris save Jackal, it for tomorrow. Ivan Vargas. Hey, we're out of here. Peace. Deuces. Not like that before you take it the wrong way You have an idea what players to draft Then tap on a beer like genuine draft Study all the players, look close at the stats A QB first and a top running back First you hear Cool Kennedy audio Then on your screen you see Jack with Ivan and Claudio It's a Take Never Lies production They keep it fantasy with Ivan's porno production Keeping it fantasy with your football fantasy Fantasy, we should put both fantasy. Keeping it fancy, we should put both.